Hello and welcome to the Crying Burns Calories podcast. I'm your host, Katie Saltzman, personal trainer, nutrition coach, entrepreneur, creator, and expert in teaching women how to take back control of their health, their mindset, and their happiness. Most of you know me as a nutrition coach, but this podcast and this platform is going to be so much more. This is a place where I want to be able to talk about it all. Yes, of course, health and fitness, but also relationships, social media, adulting, hormones, just life. I want this podcast to cover all the ups and downs, and I want you to know that you're not alone. Ultimately, I'm here to give you the confidence to break through what's holding you back, to embrace who you fully are and show up authentically in life. Because life is messy. It's not perfect and it's not meant to be. So grab your wine, a drink, or if you're like me, that chocolate or that ice cream, because it's time to take our stories and the things we go through and make them our superpower. It's time to laugh, cry, learn, and understand that we are all in this together. So let's dive in. I had the most amazing conversation the other day, which sparked me coming on here and recording this podcast because I just had to share it with you. Um, This podcast wasn't planned at all. I mean, to be honest, none of the episodes are really planned. I might as well just retire my podcast planner for something else because I am just sort of rolling with what comes to mind, what's on my heart, and I just think it's a way better way to go Um, because it's more genuine that way. And I wanted to share something with you guys. And I think, look, I think we're all on a healing journey. And I think it's something that we need to stop shying away from. Um, The fact that we're healing or maybe we're dealing with something or going through something because we are all going through it. No matter how perfect life looks on social media, let's just be vulnerable and let's be real. We're all dealing with trauma in our life that we've been through. And guess what? Guess how we get through it? We feel through it. So like, let's just feel through it. And I'm going to share something with you guys that I haven't shared on social media at all. So I hired a a coach. Her name is Kelsey Flanagan. I'm actually very lucky to have had her as a really close friend before she became um, a coach. Well, she she used to be a nutrition coach. Now she's a self-discovery coach and she's trauma-informed. So she is basically helps women deal with their trauma and find really who they truly are and what lights them up. And she does all sorts of different things with like human design and breath work, if you're into that at all. Um, I'm actually going to have her on the show. So I'm not going to give away all of her little nuggets or things that we're working on because I want to save that for a conversation with her. But I've been working with her just for a couple of weeks now and I hired her for three months because I'm really on this journey to find who I am. I know who I am now more than I ever have, but I just want to keep learning because the more I learn, the more I align my life with who I am, the happier I get. And I know that there's a lot of things and trauma I've been through that holds me back in life. So I don't think I'm alone with that. I mean, I really think a lot of us are in that position and a lot of us are craving freedom. I mean, literally, like right now, think about it. Freedom from your thoughts, freedom from diets, freedom from insecurities, freedom from trauma, things we've been through in life. When I say freedom, I don't mean, 
I don't really mean external freedom. Like I want to like get away from like, you know, like my husband or my family or my kids or whatever that might be. I mean like true internal freedom to be able to be who you are authentically. Most of us don't have that because we have so much, so many things that we just sort of push down. But at the root cause of it, when I talk to women, when I work with women, and me personally, what I've discovered is I am searching for this feeling of just freedom and authenticity. And Kelsey and I were having this conversation and she's like, of course, it's what women want. It's what we all want. Um, it's what we've craved our whole lives. It's what it's why we do the things that we do. It's why we do numbing activities or coping activities or have these habits and behaviors that don't serve us because we don't know how to create the freedom that we actually want. So we do these things to cover it up. And the conversation I want to share with you is, is we had, she gave me these two examples and she said, okay, so there's two roads. There's the dirt road to happiness versus the highway to hell. The highway to hell is the road that most of us are on and that we've been on our whole lives. It's quick. It's fast. It's comfortable. We know exactly where it's going to get us. It's temporary satisfaction. We go there every single time. Whether it's in a relationship, whether it's emotional, whether it's binge eating, whether no matter what it is, we, we take that highway to hell because we know where it ends. And we know it's going to give us that like temporary bump, but then we're left feeling empty all the time. And then there's the dirt road to happiness. And if you can like imagine in your head this dirt road that is like, but we all know the dirt roads that we avoid and we don't want to go down and they're bumpy and they have potholes and we don't really know where they lead. And we're like, why are we on this road? It's uncomfortable. It takes a lot longer. It's hard. It's slow. But that is the dirt road to happiness. And that's what we have to start shifting. I was having this conversation with her and I said, you know, why do all of these things keep happening? I don't understand, but I'm choosing the same path again and again. Yeah, I've made some shifts and some changes, but I'm choosing that same behavior and that's why it's ending. So I can't really sit here and be frustrated because I have the dirt road to happiness. It's just uncomfortable. It's getting out of my comfort zone. So I don't really know where that leads, but I know where the highway to hell leads. And that leads me to a place that's feeling empty. So how do I shift and become okay with the uncomfortable and embrace the uncomfortable? Like Kelsey said, and this really stuck out to me, she said, we either run from pain or we run towards pleasure. And that's what I've been doing so much of my life, either running from pain or running towards what makes me happy. And when you run towards what makes me happy, it all comes from this fear of pain. Again, it goes back to why we do numbing activities. For me, it's like scrolling. Like I have this really, I told her I have this bad habit where I've gotten... I used to be so good about not scrolling and now I do it constantly. Like my screen time, I'm like, how is this my screen time? I don't understand. Like, because I am so busy and I'm such a productive person, I don't even realize that I'm doing it because I'm like, well, I've gotten all these things done today. But then I sit down at night and and it's a numbing or a coping activity. I'm not saying that I'm at home, you know, depressed and sad or anything like that. I do it without even realizing it. I, I do it without even thinking and then I'm like an hour and a half into it and I'm like I've just scrolled and consumed and given every single person on that feed my energy instead of giving it back to myself so I'm navigating why am I scrolling so much what am I trying to cover up is it being alone is it life changes is it things that I've gone through and how do I how do I navigate that 
my question for Kelsey, I said, okay, so we either run from pain or we run towards pleasure. Where is the middle? How do we go from not running or fearing, but just being? Because that's where I want to be. I don't want to run from anything and I don't want to run towards something that doesn't serve me because I know it's going to give me temporary pleasure. I just want to be, I just want to be happy and be authentic and be genuine and just make decisions that make me feel good. That doesn't mean that I can't ever scroll. It just means how do I make, how do I make that decision? And so her answer was, we meet our own needs in a way that feels good for us. I'm reading this because I took notes. We meet our own needs in a way that feels good for us. The middle is leading with a love for yourself. And I was like, well, yeah, but like it's easy to say that you, you know, you love yourself or I love myself. And she said, what you have to do is ask yourself, how can I have more love for myself in this moment? And it's knowing the intention behind it. You know, for me, I would, let's say, take the example of scrolling. I scroll for an hour and a half or two hours. I get down on myself. Why did you do that? You said you weren't going to do that. I shame myself. You know, why, you know, I try and like discipline myself. And these are behaviors that we do with everything in life. Whether it's scrolling, dieting, body image, relationships, you name it, we say we weren't going to do that, we shame and discipline, instead of come from a place of love. And when you lead with love, it's such a different ending. And her one question is, is asking yourself, how can I have more love for myself in this moment? Whenever you're going to do something that doesn't serve you, how can I have more love for myself in this moment? That doesn't mean you totally flip the switch and do something completely different and get up and go for a run or whatever it might be. That might be it for you. But that just means right now in this moment, how do I have more love for myself? How do I take away the shame and the fear and the discipline and get your shit together and just how do I meet my own needs a little bit better right now? And for me, that was a big shift because I don't realize how much I'm still coming from a judgmental place with myself. Until I step back and I start to realize that I really am. And I think when we, we shift when we're loved and when we're heard and when we're seen. Think about when you're loved, heard, and seen with other people, how much that shifts you internally. Now imagine if you came from that place with yourself. It'd be a really amazing outcome. And I say this like it's me preaching this, but let me be honest, this was, this was a conversation between Kelsey and I um, because I realized that I'm ignoring my needs. And if I'm ignoring my needs, how will they ever be met? If I'm always still, you know, shaming and using these numbing and coping mechanisms, if I'm always taking that highway to hell and never taking the dirt road to happiness, my needs will never be, my needs will never be met. And to me, that was a really big, that was a light bulb moment. It was like, I have to start shifting and it's pulling away from the idea of I have to do all of this different and I'm going to get up tomorrow and do this and that and this and that and like flipping your life upside down because we know that doesn't work and that's not sustainable. And again, that's not coming from a place of love. That doesn't have a good intention behind it. So how do we just start to shift and make these better decisions for ourselves with our health and fitness? with our relationships, with our relationships with ourselves, with scrolling, with social media, with things that serve us? How do we start to shift away from coping to, to dealing? And then from dealing with them to just being and loving ourselves and loving who we are and being authentic. And I think that this idea of how can I love myself more in this moment for me was super powerful. And I wanted to 
I wanted to come on here and share it with you. And Kelsey and I talked about so many things in this conversation. Um, and, and I actually learned, I learned a term that I had, I had heard it before, but I never really knew what it meant. And she told me that she thinks I'm going through an ego death. Um, if you know what an ego death is, then obviously you are ahead of me. I didn't really know what it was. Um, and basically I was sharing with Kelsey that I feel like I'm shifting away from being the weight loss coach. Look, I've, I've coached hundreds of women to be able to lose weight and love their bodies, but I don't love what I've realized by doing this is that weight loss isn't what makes them feel good. It's challenging them. It's teaching them about their bodies. It's teaching them how to love food. It's teaching them how to love themselves again. It's teaching them how to create a life that aligns with their goals. Like it's not about the weight loss. Weight loss is a byproduct of me teaching women all of these things. And so, yes, it's easy to sell weight loss and fat loss, but that doesn't really align with me anymore. I've, I've tried to do it and it feels a little bit icky. I want to sell aligning your life with your goals. I want to sell all these things, but I, I don't want to sell. That's a bad word to use because I'm not a salesperson at all. I, I want to impact women to do all of these things. Um, and I think it's easy on Instagram to use catchy words like weight loss and fat loss. But to me, that's not what's important anymore. Does every woman that work with me or most women that work with me, is that what they want? Yes. And that's what they get, but not because of like a diet or macros or weight loss and fat loss. So I was telling her that I was having this, this big shift, this big aha moment. And I actually removed the word weight loss from my Instagram bio, which was a really hard thing for me to do. Because people searching you, people that are going to follow you, that's what they want. They're more likely to when you have that in there. But for me, it's not about what they're more likely to do. It's about who I am impacting and it's about who I'm connecting with and how I can help them. And for me, it just I, I, I've sort of just been having this back and forth rhetoric in my head of maybe I should put it back up. This is what I'm comfortable with. This is what I've done. And she's like, you're sort of going through this ego death. You're shutting your ego. You're shutting what you know is popular, what you know works to go after what you truly believe, to go after how to impact women on a deeper level. And weight loss is a byproduct of that, but it, it isn't what you do. That's just like a bonus that comes along with it. So um, I feel like that was off on a tangent about ego death, but for me, it was like a big, this conversation just lit me up and I was like, I have to share it. I have to tell, I think when we heal that we heal each other, you know, if, if I'm healing and I'm sharing it with you, I think you're more likely to heal. And if you're healing and you're sharing it with others, you're more likely to heal the people around you. And that's why I wanted to come on here to just be vulnerable and know that we're all sort of healing and we're in this together and it's messy and it's sloppy and that's okay and it can be. And we're learning things. We're learning how to lead with love. We're learning about the dirt road to happiness instead of the highway to hell. I'm learning what an ego death is. All of these things are just... Um, amazing and true and genuine. And I just wanted to share that with you today. And I really, really want to bring Kelsey on because um, she's just, she's such an amazing person. And the stuff she says, you like, you'll have to take notes. It, it, she's, she's such a great person. And I, I'm so happy that I'm committed to consistently investing in myself. Investing in myself really started with health and fitness, with hiring coaches, with getting education, with getting certifications, investing in myself in that way. And it's branched out into investing in a lot more internally. Um, and I think that 
my coaching is starting to dive so much more internally with women, my health and fitness coaching that I, I want to keep diving inward with me because how can you lead and serve others to do that if you're not doing it, it on your own? And that's, that's the biggest reason that I hired, hired Kelsey. You know, I have a business coach, I have a trauma coach and all of these things I used to shy away from. And now I'm just so proud of them and I'm excited to share it with you and I'm excited to keep learning and sharing this journey with you. So thank you for listening to this little bonus episode. Send me a message. Let me know what you think about it. um, And I hope you have the best day. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you like this podcast, leave me a review and share it with any women in your life that you think need to hear it. If you don't already follow me, go over to Instagram Search Conditioned by Katie. Make sure you follow me. You're part of this community. If you're interested in working with me, look, I have so many different ways you can work with me from one-on-one coaching to small group to master classes that I host and everything in between. The best way you can find out what's going on in the Conditioned by Katie world is to either follow me on Instagram or sign up for my newsletter on my website. That's going to give you all the updated info and a lot of other fun things every single week. But look, I'm just so happy you're here. I'm happy you're part of this community. Keep showing up, keep growing with me, and keep being you.